episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, they made how many of those? And we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with... Elizabeth Helley. And... Tyler Hymanson. And ladies and gentlemen, we have set aside some executive time for you guys tonight <laughs> so that we can talk about Roadhouse 2. Last call? Last call? I, <laughs> last call for alcohol, oh. in case you didn't know what last, last call, call means. So yeah, there's some debate in terms of this movie if it has a subtitle, if it is Roadhouse 2 Last Call. I mean, some places it is, some, some places, places it isn't. Not. And it, one it, of those guess, places it's not is in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go with Roadhouse 2 Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your rating? We don't. We ha- we're not rating yet. Oh, oh shit. Sorry. Uh, the, the DVD box that I had said like Roadhouse 2, and then it said, it said take it outside, but it was more like a tagline. It didn't look like a subtitle. Roadhouse 2 Bouncer Boogaloo? Yeah. No, that's what it says on the box when you were at Blockbuster like trying to get you to take it outside. Yeah. yeah. Rent me. <laughs> Cash me outside. Actually, this probably wasn't even out when it was No, it was like a 2006, right? Oh, okay. They were gone. Black- they weren't... They were they were on their way out for sure. <laughs> they were on their way out. Well, if you, uh, I don't know, man. If you want to see this movie, maybe you'll be dissuaded by listening to this trailer. <laughs> New York drug agent Shane Tanner's in the business of fighting back, but when family business becomes deadly, his only job is revenge. How many more people are going to die because you won't do the right thing? Shaq, Jake Busey, and Will Patton kick action into high gear in Roadhouse 2. <laughs> They're back. <laughs> no, actually, actually no who's back. Who back? <laughs> the title of the movie is Back in Roadhouse 2. <laughs> so I didn't see the trailer for this, and as I started watching... No one saw the trailer yeah. for this. <laughs> <laughs> Does it, people even know this movie exists? I imagine that there was probably like an early like popover like website takeover. If you went on to Bass Pro Shop, it was like they, Bass play, Pro they Shop. played like the Roadhouse Two trailer. The trailer is like from the director of <laughs> Cruel Intentions Three <laughs> and Three Way, and the producer of Don Swayze's Shadow. <laughs> no, uh, Squanderers is the name of the movie. Shadow Squanderers? No, he has this other movie called Shadow Witness. Yeah, so wait, hold but on. He produced There's a movie how with many Don Swayze. How many, how many? <laughs> wait, when did Patrick Swayze die again? He was alive. He was alive when oh, this came no. out. Yeah. Although I like Don Swayze of just like a guy like doing a Patrick like an Italian Patrick Swayze impression. <laughs> I watched the trailer for um, <laughs> for Squanderers, and it's like they did it again, McQueen and Swayze. <laughs> And then you're like, oh shit, Patrick Swayze? And no, Steve McQueen? Don Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, Steve McQueen in, two th- in 1995? Yeah. Uh, Patrick Swayze passed away, sadly, in 2009. Oh, okay. So unfortunately, he had to see this. Yeah. I don't know if this is true or not, but it was saying online that he was originally supposed to be in it at some point. And then he was like, yeah, about that. Well, when this movie starts, it starts 
like there is a Kid Rock video. Like, like somehow there's a Kid Rock video that you're watching because it's just like... No, before that, it yeah. starts in, in shocking fashion with the MGM logo and also <laughs> Sony Pictures Home. I was like, what? Real Studios made this movie? Okay. But let's not forget that it was made by a company called Manana Films. <laughs> not Manana, like with an enye, as you would say it in Spanish, but literally Manana. <laughs> like I don't. So I don't know if that's like a clever joke, or they no. just don't know how to spell. I, I mean, for it to be a clever joke, there had to be someone clever involved with this yeah. film. Yeah. <laughs> But no, you're right. It's like Kid Rock up in here, right in the beginning. Yeah, it's like a Kid Rock video where and, and, alligators. <laughs> it's like the swamp, and then it's showing things, <laughs> and then it's showing drugs, and then it's just like random cuts of like people cocking guns, and then somebody like not even doing a cool knife trick of just like opening up a knife and then smoking crystal meth, and it's like when I when the movie started, I I thought okay we've been bamboozled here because this is just going to be a generic action movie that has nothing to do with Roadhouse because that's what it seems so fucking Southern and just, and then there's like, there's like, there's a, like a cool Lamborghini that comes up and the way that it's shot, like you can tell that like the, the director thinks like, Oh, like it's a reversal. Like it's not a man driving it. Like it's two twins. (laughs) (laughs) No, this is like a ripped from fast and furious shot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is it still a roadhouse if it's on the water, by the way? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's true. Waterhouse. A boathouse? <laughs> yeah. We also publish books. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. You think this has nothing to do with Roadhouse, and then you find out it has everything to do with Roadhouse. Yeah, it's so it starts, and I was like, okay, this they just they just branded this, and they wanted to they you know package the rights, and they're just open sell, water situation. Yeah, they're just yeah. going to sell their generic movie and do this, and then it gets involved in Wait, a way. Okay, before we leave the twins, though, you guys said and that you twins! that you watched this on Voodoo, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I watched. It. I watched this unfortunately on the train. Yeah, Ooh, again, the train. That sounds fun. <laughs> I hope that part where they were in the hot tub and that girl's boob was, it was just like so out the entire <laughs> time. It was the worst. Like, this movie. So you're talking about Cruel Intentions three and all these like these are softcore pornography films. Like yep. this man has made softcore porn, yep. and there's so many like there's the scene that's just like a strip club for no reason, mm-hmm. and there's a scene where like there's literally the the, the Jake Busey's in a hot tub. No one needs to see this. And there's this woman, and like it's it happens, and like I'm literally turning my phone over, like so like nobody can see what I'm looking at. And then I'm like, well, surely this woman submerged herself because like they're not just gonna have her boob out the entire time that they're talking about exposition with his sleazy <laughs> attorney with a bow tie who sucks. And then turn up, oh nope, sure enough, it's still happening. Like this yeah. is it's the most gratuitous, awful. Um, and they're like both like doing something with like they're definitely not near his penis but they're like kind of like like squirming yeah maybe each one's on each knee or something but there's definitely not like that whole sequence is like it's yeah yeah, it doesn't it's not sexual but it is off-putting yeah okay anyway so um i don't know what the cover image on voodoo was but the dvd that i got from the los angeles public library which has one copy in the entire county of los angeles (laughs) i had to request that it be moved from uh, Echo Park, all the way over to Highland Park, where I live. <laughs> it took a week to we do so. Had a request for Roadhouse too. Two years. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the cover is uh, the main character, uh, Jake, some no. guy, What's Tanner. Yeah, Sean. 
Sean? No. Shane. They Shane. call him Tanner. <laughs> it's Shane. Is it really? It's Shane. I think oh, it's man. Shane Tanner. The other guy's name is Nate. The dad. Oh. No, the uncle. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> the Anyways, uncle. The <laughs> ma- it's got the main character in the middle, like, doing the... I would rather watch a movie called The Dunkle. <laughs> Sorry. Wannabe Patrick Swayze, arms crossed pose, and then these twins, like, flanking him on either side. And so, you know, because they're on the poster, you might think that, like, these go on to be some sort of character in the film. Maybe even with, like, a speaking part or, like, personalities. It's probably, like, the director's daughters or something. They never appear in the film again. I doubt it. (laughs) After this opening scene, they are never there again. So it was, the decision was made to put them on the cover. But, but who is there, and one of my favorite things about this movie is that, so there's another bar, it's called the Black Pelican, Mm -hmm. uh, are, are... Tanner ends up taking it over at some point. We'll get into why that is later. But then he has a staff meeting and it has all the bouncers there. And then there's the one waitress who apparently wears a bikini and chaps at the at, at the bar at all times. And so she's in the staff meeting wearing a bikini and chaps because, as you do when you're having a poster <laughs> work, in their staff, yeah, yeah, that's and she and there's other women there. Like she's the only one in a bikini. <laughs> and then later on in the movie. I think you're supposed to believe that the, there's a DEA raid that happens. And later in the movie, you're supposed to believe that, I guess, it's, maybe it's supposed to be a different person, but it's the same actress <laughs> in a bikini and chaps with a gun and a DEA badge. Like, she was a plant there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> what? I didn't see that. Yeah. Really? She's I part thought, of the raid. She has a you gun. you sure you're not just getting the, the two DEA ladies mixed up? <laughs> they were both in a yellow bikini. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. I love that opening scene in the strip club where they like scared away a bunch of patrons from ever going to strip club again because they're sitting there and they're like, "Oh shit, the strippers are DEA agents!" <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that one girl's like serving drinks and then she's like, "Drop it, <laughs> DEA." I might not have seen that full scene because again, I was on the train and I was like, "I can't have the strip club." Scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the one girl at the strip club is a DEA agent and then we get this awkward like her trying to seduce him in like the most awkward way oh man the back room oh god she's pretty good at being a stripper maybe she should consider a second job that was so fucked up is that what he says yeah <laughs> you didn't hear him say that mm. he's like hey man maybe you should pick up a little second job maybe. cool mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my colleague who, That's... Os- who ostensibly has gone through hours <laughs> as... and hours of training sure. as a Law enforcement officer and then DEA. Well, that's yeah. the, that's the Wade Garrett in him. <laughs> he just blows her off like, nah, I gotta go. <laughs> Got work to do. My favorite part about like after they make this bus at the strip club, like he's wearing these really shitty earrings and then he just pops them off. <laughs> oh, that part I was like, thank God. God yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was gonna be wearing those the entire time. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're at the Black Pelican, which is run by Nate Tanner, mm-hmm. and we learn. Um, that. Dalton's last name was Tanner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and also, apparently, like, you know, bar owners everywhere need to know karate or something. <laughs> well, that's part of it. When you get, like, yeah. Haven't you ever watched Bar Rescue? Part of it is teaching people karate. These TVs don't have cable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that, I think, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, it's good stuff. Uh, but, like,. Yeah, he gets this phone call in the middle of... uh, Well, okay, let's set up the Black Pelican a little bit. It's basically like the double deuce in full swing. Right. And everything's nice. There's another random Southern rock band on the the, uh, 
apparently signed to Warner Brothers Records. According really? To the, according to the credits. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's um, like 20 people in that band. <laughs> yeah. Including a little person including that just a, yells things. He just goes, yeah, I don't on. think he actually was playing an instrument. He was the hype time. man. Yeah. Yeah. And he wears the same outfit every time. Yeah. I mean, they all kind of. This movie does force it with that band. Like, there's a point where the, the lead singer of the band comes by. And he's talking to Shane, and he's like, he's getting pretty hairy out there. Yeah, like, and be careful. It's not at all good, like, in the first movie. No, no. It's like, it's like, they're, they're, like, it's one, like this movie, Gate, was it Gate Checks? Like, we, we need to figure out a term for what it is of when a sequel is just it's checking like, the it's box. Callbacks. It's just callbacks. It's just callbacks. Like, so, like, they're trying to do the callback of the relationship between the, the house band and, and the main cooler, and it feels so forced and stilted. It's awful. Yeah, the 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 band is um, James Otto, and he's listed on IMDb as the band. James, is it? Uh, let me guess. It's A U T O. <laughs> no, it's O T T O. Sick. And he's got uh, <laughs> three major singles on the Billboard Hot like, Country Songs. I feel like his name would be James Otto in the Hemis. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> It was so country. All the music was so country. It was so country. But it was like, also, this one takes place in Louisiana, so you'd think it would be, like, jazzy, or I guess maybe that's like a, yeah, yeah, like something like that, like, for the, towards the area, but it was so country-ish, and even the old Roadhouse was really much more rock. Yeah, I was like, oh, we're getting, like, a hick version of this movie. Yeah, like, that's not what we need. (laughs) I mean, I guess they kind of allude that uh, Jake Busey's character is from Texas, but... That doesn't mean anything. Yeah, there's a, also a really this doesn't like continue throughout the, <laughs> throughout the uh, entire movie, but there's a super awkward uh, music moment where like there's a there's a scene where um, you know Jake Busey's character goes tells his guy Marcus who's black uh, mm-hmm. to go sell at the Black Pelican, and so in that scene where, Jay, where Marcus is selling the Black Pelican, they're playing like hip hop music, <laughs> hip hop, you know, um, and then like. <laughs> they kick Marcus out, and as soon as they come back in from kicking the, the one black guy <laughs> in the bar out, it's like right back to the country rock. Oh yeah! <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck?" There's definitely what's it, what's the genre called that's like Kid Rock, like hillbilly rap? It's just like <laughs> yeah, Bubba Sparks. I like, know, like, yeah, what do you even know. call that? It's like Uncle uh, Cracker, like that that nonsense. It's like Southern rap rock. I don't know. It's yes, just, it's, it's not good. It's, awful. it's yeah. not good. It wasn't that bad. It was just super country rock. Yeah. Not, not well, like, there's not like uh, Almond Brothers E Blues Rock or anything. Sure. It was. There's there's some songs that play when they're specifically showing Jake Busey's character, which we should get into. Of he's simultaneously. I have complex feelings about Jake Busey in this movie. I have no feelings about Jake Busey. Because Jake, me neither, actually. <laughs> because because Jake Busey in this movie is so, so hateable. <laughs> like, he is the worst. Mm-hmm. Like, so in that way, perhaps he's crafted a good villain because he is you the worst. You sure it's not just the way he looks? Yeah, yeah, but I'm also, like, wondering if maybe that's just him. Like, exactly. It's possible. It's possible. Uh, but, like, he is the worst. And then the problem is, is that he's also supposed to be, like, this badass fighter. Yeah. And, Apparently like, he's, he's so, in... like, doughy and pasty yeah. in this movie. Like, you can't believe that he, he couldn't kick my ass. His superpower <laughs> is that he's, like, taller than the other actors. I guess. <laughs> I guess. And apparently he's an ex-cooler who's gone into the drug Yeah. Oh. He's not supposed to. I missed that completely. Yeah, they said he was an ex-cooler. Yeah, I guess he worked at the Black Pelican. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And he he dresses like Guy Fieri. 
Yeah, <laughs> and then it follows his hairstyle. So, yeah, yeah. so it's like, it's like, is he a compelling villain because he is the fucking worst? No, I just think that. Okay, they they were like, who's like this? Oh, Jake Busey, great. <laughs> <laughs> so there's got to be somewhere out there who doesn't it'd be, have to act. It'd, who's it'd just be like, like this guy. They'd be like, hey, let's just get Logan Paul for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean, pretty much same haircut and everything too. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Jake Busey, so he's like in this drug trade, and the whole mm-hmm. thing is like apparently the Black Pelican is like prime real estate for this drugs. This is the dumbest thing in the movie because they're like like because what it is it's so, so close so, to all right, Mexico. All right, all right, yeah, so 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 Nate Nate no, is is Dalton's is Dalton's brother, right? And and Shane is Dalton's son. We didn't even get into this. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, that's a major reveal. Like thirty minutes into the, the movie. movie, yeah. And so and so Nate owns like the like he has the double deuce and like he's owned this club. So he's gone from being the cooler. He owns this awesome club and this drug trade is trying to to squeeze in on it. And the reason that the movie gives for for why all these ne'er do wells are trying to get access to the Black Peloton is location, location, location. Which they could have left it at that. But then they have somebody <laughs> explain it where he's like, yeah, like you could just, it's so close to, I think they do say Mexico. They do. <laughs> I swear yeah. to God, they say Mexico. And it's they also so say Florida border. They say, they, yeah, it's, it's so close to Mexico. And it's between the Florida, Texas border. And you can run anything through the swamps. And it's like, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. That, it kind of does. I mean, we've all seen True Detective season one. There's all sorts of swamps, and I don't know what happens there. Well, no, there's there's, <laughs> there's certainly swamps. Well, there's so many things in this movie where they try to make this bar so important, and it's not. Mm. Like, there's a time where there's, like, they commit multiple murders, and they're like, let's have our important meeting here in two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no one will know. But, it, yeah, it doesn't make... It doesn't, like... You could just get any... Like, they, they have fucking Jake Busey's house is on the swamp. Like, you just run it out of there. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. They don't yeah. make it seem like that there's any reason why anything they, within the 30-mile radius of where the Black I Pelican is. I think they is. just said it there because someone was like, hey, I got a couple airboats that I haven't used. Should we make the movie based in the swampland? Sure. <laughs> I mean, they they have these, like, random airboat shots every once in a while. It's really funny. There's that one scene where Jake also, and his gang like roll up just to be like, "Hey, maybe don't hang out with that guy later." Bye. <laughs> um, so, so I want to get into the love interest of this movie because I, then I want to point out one of the funniest things that happens in this movie to me. Bo. Yeah. So Bo, Bo, Robo Bo, um, Bo in this movie, uh, we get uh, one of our first callbacks uh, when. Uh, Shane is coming to town because he hears oh so many callbacks yeah Nate Nate which is Dalton's brother Shane's uncle gets his ass kicked by gets stabbed gets yeah yeah Jake Busey's crew is is problematic in a lot of ways <laughs> and uh, and so he gets ambushed and stabbed because they want the black pelican gets in the hospital <clears throat> so uh, Shane gets the call has to come down and as he's driving to town he's driving. I guess his dad's Mercedes because it's the same make and model of like the Mercedes from 1989. Mm. And, uh, yep. <laughs> and Jake Busey, uh, is driving recklessly down the street and almost hits him as he's changing the I tire. That was great. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was one of the callbacks that I thought and was then actually he, like, fun. Yeah. He continues driving on like swerving. Yeah. <laughs> so just it's, like, it's uh, just Wesley. like, uh, Wesley, Brad Wesley. Uh, 
I was actually reading that apparently <clears throat> there's a drinking game to play with this. Like every time they reference the first film, either directly or because there's lots of lines straight Wait, up. So enough people saw this that they actually created and posted apparently, a drinking game. Apparently, that would have been a more fun way to watch this. Film. I know we should have done it. Um, maybe live maybe, recording. Yeah, maybe a bonus episode <laughs> we do a live recording. Uh, or we find the next one where there's a drinking game. We'll yeah, do yeah. That. Uh, so he meets Bo. It's a weird, like, flirty thing. And my favorite thing about this is that she shows up later and she drives a fan boat to his house. Yep. As one does. As one does. And then later in the movie, she, we, it's revealed that she lives in the middle of the fucking city. Mm-hmm. Because there's, like, a downtown area with a nice restaurant and a bridge that he picks her up and where she teaches school, which is not remotely near fan so, boat so territory. So she went to go rent a fan boat <laughs> yeah. because he lives by the water, right. so she had to take that. To yeah, the- exactly. Like, yeah, she drove her nice <laughs> Kia to a fan boat rental. Also, like, you know, okay, I guess this takes place in the swamps. There's a million shots of alligators. Not one person gets eaten by an alligator. No. Or the Kid Rock video that starts the movie out, you would think that there would be a, an alligator. Several times people fall into the water and nobody gets eaten by an alligator. They did not, have, a, they did not have an animal budget. I'm disappointed. Yeah. They had some stock footage of yeah, alligators. Yeah, yeah, They could have made it look something. <laughs> it's like they cut to like it, it eating a wildebeest uh, after someone falls in the water. <laughs> so we talked about how wooden – not – how – Patrick Swayze's performance in the original Roadhouse has a lot of one-liners that fall completely flat because he just did not have the charisma to bring them off. We yearn for the charisma of Patrick Swayze in this movie because there is a literal two-by-four starring in this film. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The lead singer of The Wonders. True. True. (laughs) But that that makes you like him, which you shouldn't. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, Jonathan, I don't know how to say his name. Snitch? Schweppes. Schweppes. <laughs> it looks like Schweppes. I don't know. Sorry, Jonathan. If you're listening. <laughs> sorry, John. <laughs> um, yeah, he is anti-charisma. Mm-hmm. He's a charisma black hole. Yeah, he just kind of says lines, moves on, punches stuff. He So he walks off. <laughs> he, like, he starts, like, so we're talking about this, this strip club scene. And and it's a it's a whole DEA bus, and then his boss is on his ass, and he basically just walks off the job. <laughs> like you know, you can just blow off being a federal agent. Yeah. Well, he says, "Well, consider me on leave or something like that." <laughs> You're like, okay. but it's like a big secret, and it's like, why don't you just tell him, "Hey, my uncle was beat up. I need to go take care of him. He's my only family. Sorry." Like, uh, but they make it seem like a big secret. Anyone knowing what he's doing could. Uh, upset the investigation. He's got that's triple undercover. That's not true. <laughs> I know he 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 pretty much blows the like DEA like bust immediately. Yeah, <laughs> like he yeah. Waited. It's yeah. uh, the movie. The movie has problems. Yeah, there, and there's way more gunfights in this movie. Yeah, he is. I guess the twist is that he's a DEA agent and not just a bouncer, so he does not have the same qualms as Dalton has had with killing. True. He's ready to kill. He's also a former boxer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this movie this movie has the thing where uh it's like the flashback that's supposed to be like uh uh it's so great. 
<laughs> like the thing that like defined him as a person. Yeah, punch that bag, boy. <laughs> hey, boy, you can do it, but real fast, and it just, boy. And it just cuts to like this doughy teenager who has no conviction in his fighting. And then there's just a voiceover yelling at him. And like the footage is like shot dramatically in slow motion, but he's just boxing shittily. Like it's just. Well, I was like, like, yeah. So is that guy talking supposed to be Patrick Swayze going like, "Hey, boy, hit the no, bag, it's boy. Nate. It's Nate. Yeah. I guess it's just weird. Why wouldn't it be his dad? Why wouldn't it be his dad? I don't know. It's stupid. Yeah, well, <laughs> apparently his dad didn't teach him how to fight, I guess. Uh, well, he did say that uh, he mostly lived with Nate because his dad traveled around a lot for work. So even though like, it basically implied that he was going to settle down after that whole Brad Wesley disaster, uh, maybe settle down with Doc, we never really find out who this kid's mother is. And we do find out that Patrick Swayze apparently continued to travel around as a cooler. Yeah, until he gets unceremoniously shot, shot. by yeah. Jake Busey. By Jake Busey. That's the main problem with this movie. Yeah. That's the thing that, that clouds the Roadhouse legacy is that pasty-ass Jake Busey killed Dalton. Dalton. I mean, I guess he was using a gun, so that's not really fair, but still. Yeah, no. That guy killed Dalton? That guy. Dalton. He guy Fieri. shot him from far away. So far away, he couldn't even tell it wasn't the other guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he was like, I thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> they say that in the movie, too. They say it a lot. In fact, that scene where they're having like... He says opinions vary. That scene where they're having that group meeting... One of the bouncers apparently has watched Roadhouse because he, like, finishes his quote when he's <laughs> Unless the quote was just so well-known. Well, no, I think he's the like, quote... be no, nice. No, I think that the quote was, like, that's that's what the Tanner family said. I like, know, that was, that, that's that was, on the Tanner family crest. I just thought that was really funny. Also, also uh, uh, better or worse than the robot guy in the Step Up series. Oh, <laughs> so much worse. That there's was a, weird. There's a bouncer named Chubby. Yeah. Who looks kind of like uh, Dane Cook. And then were they implying that he actually was mentally challenged? He, like, said he was. Yeah. <laughs> about himself. Yeah, yeah. So it's, a, it's a bouncer who makes a joke about himself being mentally challenged. And then the movie gives no context whether that was self Because <laughs> some guy's like, are you retarded? Factual. And he goes, yeah. mentally challenged. Okay, like, yeah. like, what? what? <laughs> wait, wait, are you? Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, what? And then he just died. No, he doesn't die. He right? doesn't die. He gets shot. Yeah. And then later at the end of the movie there's the other him, there's him <laughs> dancing shittily on crutches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doing a little robot. They call thing. me crutch bot. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> this movie has like some really insane uh <laughs> scene transitions. Not even transitions, but like edits. There's there's a couple I want to point out. Okay. Where the scenes just continue to into the next thing. <laughs> In the very beginning, um when I have, I have my favorite one, so I hope you get oh, yeah, to in it. In the very beginning, there's like when um, Jake Busey's crew shows up to beat up Nate. Like Nate managed to escape and like get into the water, and they shoot the random water. And like right before they cut to the next scene, Jake Busey's is like, "I want his head for my fence," and then it's like some serious like scene right after yeah. that. Um, but my favorite one, which I don't know if it's the same one as you. Um, Sean, uh, you know, has arrived into town and he's like going to go check out Nate's house <laughs> and he's like in the house looking around da, da, da. and all of a sudden like a cat appears and he's like, Oh cat. And he picks it up and he goes, Hey buddy, mm, are you hungry? And then the, and then like snap cut to him punching a boxing <laughs> bag. Like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, what? what? 
they they like lingered on the cat thing for like a split <laughs> second too long, and then he's just punching a boxing bag. Like, well, he put the cat in the bag. So dramatic, I guess. Yeah. Uh, no, my favorite one, and it's it's part of a reveal. So we find out that that Bo is so so Bo is like kind of corny, and they have like this. The, I guess it's a romance. I don't know. It's it's pretty stilted and bad, mm. uh, but. <laughs> She basically uh, keeps him away from the Black Pelican one night uh, when uh, Wild Bill, Jake Busey, is going to go in there and kill some folks. And uh, we then the reveal happens that Wild Bill calls Bo. Mm. And then, like, oh, shit, like, is she working for him? Like, that's right. what you're supposed to think on his fucking flip phone. <laughs> and, and the Black Pelican has a titular, like, pelican statue. Mm-hmm. And after he does this, he walks out of the frame, and then the camera just slowly zooms in on the pelican statue, and it like does it for twenty seconds. It's just like, oh. <laughs> pelican. <laughs> yes, we will get to that later. But that was my favorite one. It was just like, why are we zooming in on the pelican? <laughs> yeah, there's lots of weird shit in this movie. The, this girl Bo, she's playing off the fact that she like actually knows how to do some things, and she's a tra- Attributing it all to the Girl Scouts. And then later on, like, she talks about how she doesn't like the other girl or whatever, the other hench girl. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, she's in the brownies. And the Girl Scouts and the brownies have, like, a storied rivalry. It's like, okay, so no one even involved in this movie even remotely bothered to like google, google the yeah. different <laughs> thing because brownies are girl scouts it's like Cub yeah, scouts exactly. and boy scouts right so th- this exactly. is like a common thing because like okay boy scouts it's like your tiger scout cub scout boy scout eagle scout whatever mm. um, oh you missed weeblo weeblo whatever um weeblo that sounds no. like cultural appropriation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But Girl Scouts are all Girl Scouts. Like, there's no such thing as, like, the age group you are in being called the Girl Scouts. Like, the Girl Scouts is the overarching organization. You go from Daisy, Brownie, Junior, Cadet, uh, Senior, Ambassador, and Adult, or whatever, right? So the, that doesn't even make sense, first of all. And I hate it when people mess that up and they're like, oh, what are you now, Girl Scouts? Like, no, I'm this. So, like, is that a girl? You know, it's stupid. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, they didn't even bother to look this up. And the brownies are basically just, like, um, first to third graders. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Who throw knives, apparently. The Girl Scouts would be literally everyone, including the brownies. Correct. And even if you were saying the, it would be, like, another group above them that hates them, like, it doesn't make any sense. It's stupid. Yeah. And then, then later she reveals that she was actually in the army. Right, so, exactly. That's where she got I that tramp stamp. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is a huge tramp stamp. Like, that yeah. tramp stamp was already regrettable in 2006. Yeah. Like, that was awkward. I, I did like that she gets to kick some ass in the, yes. in the movie, and she can kind of handle her own shit. She does, yes. Uh, yeah. Not that, yeah. There's even one, like, lady thug there so that they can fight against yeah. each other in the yeah. final battle. She throws fun. knives, I guess. She's she's knife lady. At one point, Nate is in the hospital, and they've gone to kill him, and he's all, like, hobbled. And she comes in to, to stab him, and he's like... This is... I, I'm, I know what you're about to yeah, say. Yeah, he's like, stab me once. Shame on you. Stab me twice. That ain't gonna happen. Yeah, not gonna happen. <laughs> I was like, this is like what Josh was saying about like last week about uh, oh, yeah. the genre of films where they're trying to like redo uh, yeah. classic. Scenes. Does a hobby horse have a wooden dick? That <laughs> yeah. That's right. So I guess this fulfills that roadhouse tradition. Yeah, I guess. Although it does, it does I go did back think to. That was really funny. <laughs> one of the things that Nate does say is like, your dad was right, wrong about one thing: pain 
does hurt. That was funny. <laughs> I like that one. But no, like they definitely do stab him again. P.S. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In the back. He actually dies in the movie twice and then yeah. is alive in the end. <laughs> Miraculously. Yeah. Also, his pal from the hospital is the new bartender. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most hilarious detail. That was so weird. Yeah. So I like when I like so like at the hospital, Nate is getting chased. He's like hiding around from all the bad guys, mm-hmm. and like he goes in the one room, and the guy's like, "Hey, you're not supposed to be out of your bed. You're not, you're not listening to the nurses. Yeah, you're not following their orders." I just thought that was like, like <sighs> what narking on me, other patient guy? Yeah, yeah. I I, I guess I guess we have to get into like why that's kind of happening, or we nah. don't. I mean, the, this whole thing is like they want to buy the bar. He doesn't want to sell it. Yeah, like they're the whole time. There's like a bigger bad above uh, Jake Busey, and he just won't shut up about the Demarco meeting. So my favorite thing about this bigger <laughs> bad, uh, you guys might know what it is. So this bigger bad, uh, like he, I, I don't even know cross? what the relationship. Yeah, is his name. It was Cross or Crossed. Oh. Victor Cross. Yeah, uh, because in the subtitles it said Crossed sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, That's just a sleepy subtitle. <laughs> uh, crossed. Um, so he's based out of Miami, right? Uh, yeah. And there's the, the, the amount of times that he, like this guy, literally five or six times says the equivalent of don't send, you know, your subordinates to do a man's job. Like, he says it six times and he keeps doing that. Yeah. But my favorite instance of it is where he goes... Don't ever send a minor leaguer to pitch game seven of the World Series. Yeah. And then, like, two scenes later, he's like, we'll do this, we'll do the deal, and I'll be back to see the Marlins game. And I'm like, I love that he's <laughs> such a big baseball fan. <laughs> and that they've made it a part of his character, yeah. I guess. But also, I was like, is this the, like, the the equivalent to game seven of the World Series? Like, this one random no, it's not. boathouse in I the guess. swamp? Like, <laughs> Yeah. It seems like he has... He, he's a plane that he can fly in and out, with, like with no recourse. Well, I mean, it was the same thing in the last movie. Wesley was making a big fucking deal about this one bar in the town. Like, there, there, that town only I, has one bar. I, it feel, has like, two I feel like car the, I feel like this, that 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 movie. <laughs> I feel like that. I feel like Roadhouse One didn't try to explain it, and the fact that this one did yeah. made it worse. <laughs> location, location, location. They're like it's right on the third quarter of the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's really important. It's like they could have said Tut's buried underneath <laughs> it. <laughs> they could have said fucking anything. The Declaration of Independence <laughs> was signed <laughs> by someone here. here. <laughs> uh, so, oh, we haven't talked about how there is another through line of the movie where there is a somebody working at the Black Pelican. Who is on the plane for the other team? Mm-hmm. His name is Luther. Friggin' Luther. He's the only slightly ethnic employee, so he must be the bad one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Keith David, not in this movie. No, <laughs> sadly, sadly. I do love the scene where, like, they find out <clears throat> Sean. Uh, is it Shane? Shane. Shane finds out Sean. Shane. You keep changing the name. It's you said Shane. it was Shane. It's Shane. Um, <laughs> he finds out that Luther is the one who's like behind all the setups yeah. and everything. Oh my god! Yes. And he calls. He calls Luther's phone and he's like, "Hey, Luther, uh, why don't you come down to the Black Pelican? We're having a quick meeting here. We were uh, having a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Just come down in. He's like, "All right, man. Cool." And then Luther picks up the phone to call his boss, like, hey, boss, he's going to be at the Black Pelican. And then all of a sudden, some guy holding a trash can. <laughs> Captain <laughs> America jumps yeah. through the window. He's diving through the window, and you're like, oh, fuck, he, he 
set him up. Uh, it was Shane. <laughs> or was it? Or was it Sean? <laughs> no, yeah, he jumps through a play glass window with the trash can lid, which is kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, At least he was smart enough to know that uh, you know it's gonna hurt you. So if you just here's jump through here's the window. main wrinkle of this movie that doesn't make any sense because we're talking about you're eight... gonna you're talking about the lawyer's suit, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we know. Let's get into. We will get it. Like hold that thought because I definitely want to talk about the lawyer. Um, no, the, 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 this is a DEA agent. We've established that he's a DEA agent yep. and that this is a massive drug ring that he already has meetings and things and like a whole chain. And he is resorting to jumping through windows with trash can lids. Because <laughs> this time it's personal. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I think the reason he's doing that is because the first time he tried to do it, it like totally failed. Well, because of Luther. Sure, because Luther was like that. Waitress has a gun. <laughs> that was that was bad planning on his part. Yeah. So then the DEA like, was ag- like, "Fuck ag- you, but, we're not doing this." But anymore. <laughs> again, they had drugs on the scene. They had the guy. They had cartel people there, and then they murdered people. <laughs> That's true. That is enough to to bring the entire federal government down well, on yeah. these people in real and have, life and have it not be his problem. Yeah, at but there's all. three sheriffs that are helping them hide it. Yeah, fuck that. No one Dolores gives a fuck. Dad. He's a he's a <laughs> DEA agent. Yeah. He's a, it's federal. Who gives a fuck about the local sheriffs? He's paid off the local sheriffs. Who gives a fuck? And then they're just like, nope, like, uh, they, they, they said it was planted or whatever. And it's like, that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> People are dead. There's witnesses. Yeah, there was a major shootout. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and, then, and then everybody leaves and they're like, oh, they wouldn't, be, they wouldn't come back, would they? And he's like, no, they'd be crazy to come back. And again, they would because <laughs> there's no reason that this bar is that important. He's called Wild Bill, okay? He's <laughs> clearly crazy. So the lawyer... Oh, the lawyer, yes. <laughs> There's a scene where, like... Uh, They're trying to buy the Black Pelican for $400,000. Yeah, ooh, it's not even worth that much. But anyways, yeah, so Shane is, like, you know, looking over the books out at the bar patio. And in walks this dude in, like, what looks like a fake, like, tuxedo or something. <laughs> Like it looks worst. like it looks like a tuxedo that has like Velcro down the back seams so that you could just like rip it off. In yeah, one I was piece. like, did you just go rent that at some party store? Like what? <laughs> and then he pretends he's a real lawyer. I guess I don't know. Shane believes him. Anyways, like Shane is like, no, we're not selling. And the guy, this is after the whole robot guy mentally challenged, like back and forth. And I, was I was like, like wait, well, the, the lawyer, the lawyer leaves. <laughs> Yeah, the robot guy. Yeah, I no, literally no. mean it. <laughs> the, when the lawyer leaves, the best insult he can come up with is, goodbye, girls. <laughs> uh, yeah. like, like we're eight, you know? Like, yeah. That guy you is... Guys are girls. Yeah, and that guy is so gross because he's like, he's in that scene for the... the hot tub the scene. Hot and, tub and, he, scene. And, he, and he's like, yeah, Jake Busey, get it. Yeah, Tap no, that he, ass. He says, <laughs> he says, tear that ass up. Oh, yeah. Which is Ugh. even worse than what both of you guys I said. thought it was tap that ass. Ugh. I'm he's pretty sure he said tear I that wasn't, ass. I wasn't... Again... I didn't. I had too much shame to watch the scene in public. It was gross. In public, and he's watching them like, uh huh, yeah. And he even kisses one of the girls as she goes back in the pool. Like, ugh. oh yeah, he says something like, like, hey, little like rose petal or something creepy like that. <laughs> yeah, something real gross. Yeah, and then he's never in the movie again. He's Thank the you. worst. Uh, did we mention that uh, Jake Busey and Bo were cousin, like related? 
Yeah, uh, they're yeah, cousins. You did. Yep, you did. They're I cousins. Think, yeah. I thought yeah. they were going to be brother and sister, which would have yeah. made the characters better because then they would have actually given a shit about it. Yeah, it doesn't other. make a sense why everyone's using flip phones in this movie, by the way, which is fun and quaint. And There's lots oh, of insane phone things happening. Yes. Jake Busey is the worst in this movie for a lot of reasons. The hot tub scene is one of them. His choice in lawyers is another. His... <laughs> Guy Fieri outfit is one of them, but one of my favorite things is that he has a leather holster for his flip phone. Yeah. <laughs> there was a scene earlier. <laughs> He's like angry, like flip, uh, 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 flip, open. There's also a scene in the beginning of the movie, like when they're at the Black Pelican, uh, where like the one of the bouncer guys on the main floor is like. Hey, boss, the phone's for you. It's some guy. And he's like, okay, cool. And he's like up two stories above him. <laughs> yeah. And he, he goes, just whips the phone. <laughs> like throws the phone up to him. I'm like, what? Who would do that? And he caught it? Like, okay, great. Well, when you work with a tanner. <laughs> yeah, they're throwing phones. All- There's two thro- phone throwing scenes yes, in this movie that I was like, no one throws a phone like that. No. Maybe a flip phone you could throw. It wouldn't break as easily. <laughs> <laughs> I still just love this really shitty, like, 13-year-old in boxing gear <laughs> that the movie keeps going back to. And it's like, and they didn't, like, the kid can't fight, and, like, he does not look like he wants to be there. And Come he doesn't on, look like, he boy. doesn't look tough. Like, it's just like, it's like if they put me when I was 13. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't, I don't, I don't I even think he was credited, Rangers. though, because I didn't see, sure. like, a young I mean, kid. I wouldn't want my name hunted either. I found the her student though. Oh, I was like, yeah, she like a kindergarten girl? teacher yeah. or something, or second grade teacher. Yeah, she's an elementary school teacher, and one of her students comes up to her when they're at a. Are diner. you a teacher? Elementary. Yeah, this says hi to her, or whatever. But that that girl, um, her name is uh, Simia Telleria. How would you pronounce C Y M I A? Simia Simia. So, anyways, I think you put the best guess out there. She she recently in 2017 she released her EP. And she, uh, I guess, is a really, like, successful model and maybe somewhat successful singer. Because somehow she's verified on Twitter, um, even though she hasn't really acted much. um, And she has 37.5 thousand followers on Twitter. Dang, did you you, uh, listen to her music? Uh, Yeah, for like two seconds. Oh, so it was bad? Uh, (laughs) No, it's just like kind of generic... like it sounded like a Sierra song or something, uh, you know, like yeah. just generic. When was it out again? 2017. Oh, oh so, yeah. I'll, maybe I'll check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Send me the deets. So Shane has a buddy in the DEA that he calls. That he that's... fucks. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Well, yeah, the stripper. Girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and what's his name? Moynihan. Moynihan. How fast can you get down here? And he called. So it's like, it's like it's like it's like it's like his like elder, sagacious like black, yep, veteran agent that he trusts, I guess. And they totally like so they have a whole setup that we talked about. There's a, just a giant shootout, and the DA just leaves. And like I feel like is this guy supposed to be like the Wade Garrett type character? Like he's kind of a non character. Not quite. I don't know. I think the uncle is supposed to be like the yeah. Wade Garrett character. There's not yeah. really there's not really a Wade Garrett like, let me come in and teach you. I don't ropes. hate that actor who's the uncle. Yeah, he was alright. He's well, in he's in He's the aunt because he's been or... in a bunch of things, yeah. Yeah. He's Armageddon and some yeah. Michael Bay movies. Yeah, he, I think he was all right as yeah. like an uncle, even though he was like sidelined most of the movie. Yeah, yeah. he got like at least one or two action. Nobody scenes. in this movie. <laughs> yeah, nobody in this movie uh, looks like they, they can fight. What about the scene <laughs> where Nate is like pretending to be a janitor? <laughs> 
he's like, he's like, that's the funniest thing in the world. He could have just like walked past all of them, and instead he like whips out his mop and goes, die. So, so they go to kill him because there's this three pronged plan by baseball fan, main bad guy. Okay, first base, we're gonna get this guy. And so they send him to go, to, to go kill this man in the hospital, and then he realizes, first of all, like, this, the funniest thing about this scene is this hospital becomes zero staffed, yeah. and then all the way staffed. It's like, is it a zombie hospital? <laughs> like, they also, like, beat the shit out of them. Like, oh, no, first, yeah, no, so, like, yeah, typically, so typically what's happening, like, so, like, they're going in to, to kill somebody in the hospital, and usually you have somebody sneaking in, somebody putting on, like, scrubs or something like that, or, like, just holding someone at gunpoint, being like, don't say anything, we're gonna go kill this guy. <laughs> right. But like they go inside, and there's a nurse who's like, you can't come in here, and they just kick her in the face. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, out immediately. They uh, don't like pretend like, oh, hey, can you tell no, me? No, it's, it's just like, oh, fuck. Like, that's Yeah, awful. the lady thug kicks her, because only yeah. ladies can kick other <laughs> ladies. Right. You know, dems, you know. dems the rules. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so so he hides out, and like they get to the room, he's like, oh, he's not fucking here. And then <laughs> it cuts to, like, so they've already established that they're there to fuck up any staff employee. Like, like, kill, he kills a random they, like old man. They, they kill a random old man. He just but, is like out of anger. He's not here. And he like rips out his oxygen. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They just killed that guy for no reason. He's just lying there. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Because Nate had switched an old person in there. And so he walks in. But yeah, he pulls out his oxygen. And, it's just and, like, then, so, and then so it cuts, to, it cuts to Nate's plan is he's put on a hairnet and picked up a mop. And he's just pretending to be a janitor. And they're ignoring him for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> After they've already established, he's a janitor the, in the, scrubs. Like, that's, <laughs> do they wear scrubs? Sometimes, but not really. And then, so when they come to find him, he 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 attacks them. He gets the jump on them, and then three people just run into the wooden handle of this mop, pretty much, because yeah. like, he's recovering from massive stab wounds. And then he fucks up three dudes, yeah. uh, and then uh, gets stabbed. This movie but, also had like really like terrible sound effects for the punches. oh it sounds like the most chop socky like, like 1970s <laughs> like and like some of the fight choreography is actually like I, that's why landing I say, like, on boards sound <laughs> yeah. i would say that some of the fight choreography is actually like at least yeah. interesting like there's stuff it's that happens bad. in it and and a lot like the main bad guys uh if you look at his imdb it's mostly stunts like he's mm-hmm. a he's a, there's a lot of just stunt performers in the movie um i'm pretty sure his uh like his wikipedia page is like a photo of him like in a, a karate outfit or whatever yeah. it's called well not certainly not dalton's gi polo <laughs> yeah no <laughs> uh, from he the attained first movie. a ninth degree in zendokai australia hmm. yeah. well there you go he was a bodyguard uh no matter how good these stunts or fights are choreographed the sound effects make them seem cartoonish and awful yeah. Mm-hmm. So the final battle. <laughs> we can just do that the rest of the episode. Uh, yeah, the guy cross corners. Sean is that what? Shane. Shane. Shane and uh, Bo in her apartment. Wait, was this the same guy from Step Up Four? I know. Yeah, I thought his name was Jake the whole movie. I, I, I think I just because that's. Jake, it's Jake Busey, so I think I. Oh I, yeah, uh, sure. I don't know. Whatever. And guys, white names. Oh, just... I guess people don't know that we're doing that next. But oh yeah, spoiler alert: this might be the year of Jake Busey for sequel rights. Oh, oh yeah, yes, <laughs> I did see that. Um, but yeah, so 
Cross is like, I'm going to take care of this guy myself. Like, take this girl out and take care of her. And so, like, two guys take her out to, like, a shed. They're going to rape her. They're like, take your pants off. Like, they're bringing out their dicks and or whatever. And a pretty ex- – like, like, usually in a, like, an action movie like this is kind of throwaway. Like, they're not going to get into, like, the – Rape mechanics. Like – Yeah. Like, we're, like, 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 there's jangling of his belt. And, yeah. like, and oh, it's re- it's it go it steps over a line in like, a way that next, is Michael. that is uncomfortable. <laughs> so yeah, he's so he implies the other guy he can says, rape you're her next. next. Fidel. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't remember. I, I, I was gonna say Miguel, but I didn't want to be like, you know. Anyway, um, <laughs> thankfully, since she was in the military, she's able to like kick their butts and get the the gun away, and you know, like whatever she she does like i i think that there is something that that justin was saying is that like she gets the shit kicked out of her by people and she fights really fucking hard and like that's i don't know if it's cool but like it it, it does give her way more to do like she's pretty badass in this scene yeah Yeah. and so thankfully she gets away but then in the next battle she's fighting just the lady thug Mm -hmm. who is like also apparently like a karate expert stunt lady well she works in the bar business so or something i love the way their fight starts she just like full-on dives yeah like arms out dive over the bar at her and i was like whoa okay but the whole time they're fighting in this industrial kitchen and there's a big sign behind them that says danger hot like (laughs) you know like not like do not touch hot surfaces just says hot meow Just you like know, the like scene the in my right guys. <laughs> prop guy thought that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah so. art department, well played. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and she gets stabbed, and then she she pulls the knife blade out of herself, and then stabs. She gets stabbed like in the stomach. Yeah. I thought she was gonna die. Yeah, that stab like, looked that bad. Dead now. Yeah, <laughs> but she survived. Um, and then Sh- Shane is uh, in a final. Um, well, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but there's a central mystery that we oh, yeah, start off sorry. In here. Where, who killed Dalton? Because well, who, Dalton's been murdered, guys. Oh, yeah. And I was and there's so a point, interested to know who killed. And him. there was a point <laughs> in the where where he's a de agent before he even gets goes back home, and he's like, I asked, you know, who who I asked him, you know, do you know who killed my father? He's like, do they ever know? And he's like, no, I don't think he knows, but I always ask. In New York. <laughs> so he's yeah. like, the he's murder asked. took place in Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, I remember thinking like, shit, is he asking like every single person they bring in? Like, hey, you know they, who killed my dad? No, okay. Like, you don't even know who he is? Okay, right. They, they, make, it, they make it seem that way. That's what but like the, the way he delivers the line, he says it like it's cool. Like he's like, <laughs> yeah. but I always ask. Like it's like, like a folksy wisdom. And it's like, no, like it's desperate and unprofessional. Like yeah. you shouldn't be an agent. He's like, I've got no clues. I just, I have to ask every single criminal. Did you kill my dad? Did you kill my dad? Do you want guacamole with that? Did you kill my dad? Yeah, pretty much. That's so funny. (laughs) I always ask, literally everyone. Uh, So we find out uh, when Crossed comes. While while the the, it's it's it's, yeah, I'm gonna call him Crossed because that's what the (laughs) subtitles said. Lazy subtitles are were more intentionally written than this screenplay. Yeah. Cross cut with the rape scene is him saying, "You don't remember me, do you, rookie cop? You pulled me over. That's right. <laughs> you gave me a DUI, and I got so angry, I, I wanted to kill, kill you." you. <laughs> yeah. So and then so and then so it's like the whole thing is like, I hope like he killed Dalton, and then like after Shane kicks the shit out of him, he's like, "It wasn't me." Wow, Bill pulled the trigger, and it's like, how? old are you and how old is he I love like that. what is the timeline here yeah, i love i love that the like big boss guy is like so tough yeah and then he like 
is getting held up against the wall and getting punched repeatedly. And he's like, I'll never talk. I'm not going to tell you shit. Yeah. And then he punches him like two more times. He's like, okay, fine. I'll tell you everything. <laughs> it wasn't me. And he's like, like, we'll take you down. I have some friends coming. We'll get you some cash. And it's like, you were so far past this. Like, you know, like, you know, you're so far he past this. so hard immediately. But like, he also didn't die. Yeah. Nobody in this movie I was well, like, waiting no. for the throat rip, and it never happened. Yeah. I, love, I love, like, the movie ends with, like, because he walks, because he walked, Shane walked off the fucking DA job. And they're like, well, I guess we got the big thing that we're supposed to get because he's arrested the DeMarco and, and crossed. Um, and it's like, so the movie keeps him alive for that to work, but they murdered <laughs> So many, like it was handled so improperly. Like there would be internal affairs, like there would be all these other things, and they're literally just kept alive so that they can be sitting in handcuffs at the end to make it seem like he did a good job. Yeah, which he did a bad job. I he did a bad job as as running the bar. He did a bad job as a DE agent. He did a bad job as a nephew because he left. He left his. He, of course they're going to go kill him. Also, he never took it outside or was nice. No. And he, like, he didn't even follow the main three rules. No. He also underestimated everybody. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. But so the cheesiest thing in the whole movie that I just really brought it together for me was the final battle between Shane and uh, Wild Bill. And Wild Bill's like choking him out you know he's spent he's gonna he's fighting he, with a chain yeah he like oh, yeah. He, it, it, you know shane's in his last minutes shane he's being choked out like this is it he's he's losing and then shane ha- has a flashback in the middle of being choked remember when you were a doughy teenager <laughs> back to the boxing <laughs> ring and he hears what? his uncle with a voiceover saying I believe in you, kid. You could do this. <laughs> and he all of a sudden is out of the flashback, and he's able to power through the chokehold and live. Which is which is insane because like there's a, a far more emotional motivator where like the whole thing was that they were trying to kill him and not Dalton. They were trying to kill him. Yeah. Right. And like so, he could have said something about like like this is for my dad, or it's like remember that one time when I was boxing with my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why I'm like, are you sure it was supposed to be his uncle? I don't know. No, it was. No, it was. It was yeah. definitely his uncle. That's dumb. This but, sucks. Yeah, it just... Oh, man. But then. But then. No, this is even dumb. But okay, He, ki- he kicks him. He ki- He's like, this... He punched him. He's like, this is from my uncle. And this is from my dad. And then he kicks him out of a window. And then Jake Busey dies from being impaled. By a pelican statue. I mean, allegedly, they never fucking show the entire statue. I know. To the point where I was like, I think it was the pelican, but I'm not really sure. It could have just been like a post. A banister. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they, it's like I'm pretty sure they mean for it to be the pelican, but they never show the full thing. No, like, I, I didn't even get like you that wanted at all. you wanted like him like impaled through the pelican, and then like the pelican's like open mouth, like his heart sticking out underneath yeah, like, it, blood dripping down it, like. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, they did. They had enough like money to show it coming out of his chest, but not enough money to show like the rest of his body. Here. And so, one of the things that I made me so mad about when this movie wraps up because because Bo tricked him 
deceives him and keeps him away from the like two of his friends get like robot well, one guy gets blood. killed because again he they think it's Shane and he right. even has a problem he for one second he has the character beat of being like oh no someone else got killed, killed because me. they thought it was me right. they don't develop it but like the idea was there and and <laughs> and Shubby gets crippled our robot friend that scene is stupid too. <laughs> Yeah, but so 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 the thing, so the the way that she deceives him into doing that, she's like, "Well, what would your because his uncle's like, look, like just go have fun. We'll clean this up in three days. Like it won't be like I, we got it under control." So like his uncle gives him permission, and then so she's she's like, "Well, what would your uncle say if like like he did this? Like what would your uncle say if you left like this?" So like she's she's using that as a manipulative thing to to keep him there and keep him away from the bar, and then after all that shit happens, like. He's, she's like, when are you going back up north? And he's like, I don't know how I'm going. And she's like, well, what would your uncle say if doing this? Which I thought, I was like, that's effed up. His uncle's dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, why would you say that? He died again. <laughs> yeah. But it was just like, no. Like, you fucking tr- deceived him. Yeah. And like, and you're like, it's not cute when you use the same thing that got a man murdered. Yeah, but then his uncle shows up behind like, well, he'd but, be pretty mad. But a man was murdered. <laughs> they don't care in this movie. Nobody cares. What was that guy's and name? Then, you can't even then, name that then, guy. And then it cut to Robot doing a little crest shuffle. I think they added in that those guys getting killed like... <laughs> so like, when... The, when... <laughs> When the when the bad guys show up to the pelican to like supposedly maybe kill Sean, I don't yeah. know. It looks completely dark. Like this, you're like, oh, this place is empty. There's nobody here. They go in, walk all the way in, and then there's like an insert dark. of like a stool being thrown out of a window. No, no, yeah, it's completely dark, and all of a sudden it's just like someone's shooting a machine gun, like, and then it cuts to the next scene, and then you like a couple scenes later see that like apparently those dudes were still there and they got killed i do like talking about callbacks the uh there's another early 90s mercedes ghost that, car <laughs> ghost car that drives straight in and then explodes yeah as soon as that started happening i was like there's nobody in that car yeah, he stopped by red's shop picked up some oil barrels yeah, and he, he used it Nate's crutch from the hospital to hold down the yeah. pedal. No, it was the mop. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't show how the pedal Yeah, that was the was only done. explosion. Like, they blew up, like, four cars. I was like, where's the explosion? Like, yeah. blow up the bar. I want, I want explosions. I want people who fuck dudes like that in prison. I want you know, that. They never say that. I want somebody to put, like, an alligator in someone's house. Like, something That cool. would be better. Yeah, just, like, an alligator head. There's well, a lot yeah, of fan, just there's a lot of fan boats. There's a lot of fan boats as establishing shots where nothing happens. It exactly. was just people. Like my favorite one is when Wild Bill's entourage rolls up and they're all like posing. That's what I was <laughs> yeah. and he screams from the edge of the pier like, "Hey, don't hang out with Sean tonight. Maybe bye." <laughs> it's like so dumb. And that's the end of the scene. Yeah. She goes what? And I, it would be better if that was the end of the movie. Yeah, which we kind of already got to. I mean, yeah, we did. Yeah. Wait, so else. what? What band was those like weird emo songs? Like anytime there was oh, anything, I, like it sounded like I don't even know. I, I didn't listen to who it was, but I, I'm guessing that it was Nico Stai uh, in oh, the credits. Okay. And it's funny because we used to actually work with him at oh at my job. So uh, it's not we that were they probably were probably working with him at that time. It's not that they were even horrible songs. It was just the, not the right choice. Well, like, I thought why? it was funny that they used the same song every time. Yeah. It was sad. Like, oh, he's coming back home. Sad song. Oh, he's about to make out with this girl. Sad, sad song. song. Oh, he's uh, something else. Sad song. It was the same mm-hmm. song. And then what is, I, okay, I don't know what the lyrics are, but it sounded like it was like, Christy's got a sex tape is what it sounded like they were saying. <laughs> 
yeah. So we should talk about the music in this movie. Because every time it happened, I was like, is he saying sex tape? Because all the music is bad, right? And there's something like right when they're like moving to the bed in the romance part, there's something like, I got a new bathroom. <laughs> like that lyric happens right when they're like going to bed. I was like, what the fuck is going It just on? didn't fit. The style of that song just did not fit at got all. Got a like, brand new porcelain throne. Yeah, and then everything very, else was so country. And it was just, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. And then new like random hip hop songs that were like. Oh, there's a black person on screen. <laughs> you know, it's like... Oh, he's out of the bar. Back to country. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So fucked up. Um, well. <laughs> are we ready for that rating? Or yeah, what? do you have one? I was going to say, how many fan boats? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How many gratuitous fan boats? I was going to say something about Marlins games, but yeah, let's go fan boats. Yeah, fan boats. Let's do it. Anyone want to go first? Ooh, sure, I'll I'm, go first. Ooh, right here. Uh, two fan boats. <gasps> yeah. It wasn't like... Yeah, I don't know. It just was so aggressively boring. Like, it wasn't... Like, I would almost rather be offended by all the ways that they, like, insulted the original movie, but instead it was just, like, boring and yeah. just didn't, like, take any risks, I guess. There's not enough legacy from the first movie for me to give a shit about this, and it's like... I, I will say that I was pleasantly surprised... I'm probably going to go four, but just because I thought that it was going to be... I'm going to go three. I'm going to go three fan votes. <laughs> you didn't see my face, listeners, but I was like, what? Uh, um, because I, I really thought that it was just going to have nothing to do with it. Yeah. And so, like, the fact that it kind of made an effort, I don't... I, I guess I give it credit for that, but it ruins everything that was fun about the first yeah. movie. Well, I, I think I want to... I also think that there's nothing about the first movie that is solid enough to to make a sequel from like there's right. a, like there's you're, you're it's a losing proposition. The nugget of the story, like you know, Dalton had a son and a brother, and they're dealing with the fact that he's gone, and it's sort of in the same you know vein because they have a bar. Like that nugget is interesting mm-hmm. and could have been like an interesting story, I think. But all the other choices around it were just bad, they're just terrible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I also am going to give it a three uh, because I think like you know. <laughs> for a random sequel to come out 17 years after the first yeah. movie out of nowhere apparently um i think it's actually surprisingly like reverent of the first film. yeah it is like it, it is. checks off so many boxes of like hey we gotta we get like people love roadhouse we gotta make these stupid jokes and bring back like all these lines and exact scenes do, from the do first you know what one. it's like it's like it's like when an snl skit has been done to death yeah, and then like that person come like who who was the cast member the host, that did yeah. it like ten times, and then they're hosting yeah. like five years later, and it's just doing the jokes to the point where it's like it's just not it's sad. But like that's but, what this movie is. Yeah, that's true. But like also, you know, I guess it, I don't know if this is true, but if if Patrick Swayze was supposed to be in it, and then he said no, they, the, you know, I don't know what else you're gonna do uh, besides like if, if you wanted to have any connection to Roadhouse. Uh, or the original besides just like I mean it could have maybe been a better movie if it was just like new characters completely and not connected to Roadhouse right. at all but I think it was a valiant effort even though it doesn't turn out super well sure. to try to honor the first film yes clearly the people whoever made it was clearly a fan and maybe that's wh- where the project came out of they're like I just love this movie so much I want to make my own version again whatever. like yeah I do appreciate like I honestly thought like the first five minutes of the movie I was like this is gonna have nothing to do with it and like I'm I, like I'm yeah. gonna hate it and you know, the callbacks were, some of them were enjoyable. Some of them were enjoyable. And then they got tired and 
Yeah. I mean, it could have been one of those sequels where, yeah, it had nothing to do with it. And that that could have also been, like, yeah. just as shitty. Yep. <laughs> but, I mean, we'll never know. Uh, but yeah. In uh, 2016, there were a bunch of headlines that there was going to be a new Roadhouse with Ronda Rousey yep. uh, in the lead. And I guess it didn't pan out because she became not successful anymore in her sport or something. And so then mm. they canceled it. Yeah. I don't really know anything well, about I that Well, I still would not but... <laughs> be surprised if uh, Roadhouse makes it back somehow. Sure. I think that there's something about the story. I mean, I guess because we're, we're wrapping up Roadhouse now. Is that that's what we're doing? Yeah, right? I think so. I think that there's something like and and the thing that this movie has is where there's the the cops are owned, and it's actually more explicit in Roadhouse too than it is in the first Roadhouse, mm-hmm. where there's a cop who's been bought off and. He goes up and he's like, look, these are your people. Like, you can't, like, how many people are going to die until you stand up and do the right thing? Mm-hmm. And so I think that there is something to that. And there's a theme buried underneath there. It was kind of, we're talking about, like, the banality of the evil of Wesley of, like, I, we don't even have a JCPenney. <laughs> and yeah. and it's kind of, you know, that they're, like, evil is kind of oppressive and, and boring. And the motivations are boring and predictable. And so I think that there is something to Roadhouse of of it's just this bouncer who is not somebody who should be a paragon of of what's right in your community, but yeah, there, there is. And so I think that there's something to that, I guess. I do so f- if there's a movie that came out of it, I you know I'd probably still. I do feel it. like the with the with the plot and bones of Roadhouse Two, if if someone made like an actual movie <laughs> yeah someone make like a full budget like not an excuse to get like movie. like twins and lamborghinis and... yeah i feel like with the plot twists and everything like it could have been really good yeah because like i do like how they like tried really hard to like connect it to the original uh-huh. and like you know the fact that the fact that this dude killed his dad on accident basically not an accident but like meaning to kill him could have been like a really emotional yeah, yeah like, it had strong no emotional weight thing but it happens and you're just like this is dumb like i could have. it's it's stupid. almost like that there was something like they like, like, like they just had to erase oh jake bc is the worst in this movie yeah. but like they just had to erase patrick swayze at like like they had all of these elements that, that related back to the first movie but there could be no actual references to dalton the character or as a father or as anything like any of his legacy so Something that we talked about, like the world building in World House, uh, in World House, World House, and, and Roadhouse of, of like how much thought was put into that, and, and for a silly bouncer movie, and so it's kind of like, well, we have all these ties to it, but there's a giant black empty space where all of that legacy should be, and yeah. I don't know if it was legally that they just couldn't include him at all. Well, it says based on the characters of, mm-hmm. but there's not even a photo of him. Like, there's not even like. Well, you probably couldn't have his likeness. You couldn't have his likeness sure. because Patrick Swayze would have had to. But like, so you, all but you can have the, the character is all he had to do was Patrick talk Swayze. about how much his dad meant to him, and he like, kind of did. He's just not a good actor, so it just doesn't. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't come through. Like that could have been a huge like get it, boy. Wallop. Yeah. Exactly. What if uh, David Lynch remade Roadhouse at the Twin Peaks Roadhouse? Yes. That'd be great. I'd watch it right now. I would love to wonder what that's about. <laughs> Patrick Swayze just gets on the floor and starts screaming. <laughs> He's talking backwards. Yeah. yeah. Well, the exciting thing about the double feature that we're doing this uh, this winter is that we get to return. To Patrick Swayze. The Swayzeverse. Yes. We're going backwards. We're going backwards. Dirty Dancing was actually before Roadhouse. Indeed. 
And there was lots of talk about like how Dirty Dancing was for the girls, and then like Roadhouse was for the guys because <laughs> he got huge after uh, Dirty Dancing, mm-hmm. and Roadhouse mm-hmm. was his next movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're doing Dirty Dancing next. I think we already talked about it a couple of episodes yes. ago, but in case you missed him. Dirty Dancing is up next, and I've never seen it. Oh, damn. What? I've licensed that dang song a million times sure. for work, but never seen it. Wow. I think you're going to be surprised about, about that. You're, you're, you're going to think it's like, oh, this is just a fun dance movie, and turns out, no. Yeah, I, I, I can't win. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, it's actually, uh, I'm excited for you to see it. I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, and we're all going to go to a summer camp, and... I don't. I know nothing. And about watch it. Um, I also saw the musical at the Fantasius. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, but in the meantime, after Dirty Dancing, we're gonna need some suggestions. So yes. uh, reach out to us on the socials, which yeah. are oh, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Sequel Rights, and email us sequelrights at gmail dot com. And as desperately, uh, <laughs> desperately, just like uh, Shane, where he always has to ask. If you killed my father. <laughs> I always have to ask you listeners to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us the five stars. It really helps. It really means a lot. Uh, Give us five stars wherever you can. Wherever Apple, you can. Apple. Spotify. Spotify. We're on Spotify now. And it's mm-hmm. it's a fun way to listen. Uh, mm-hmm. You can tell that there's streaming quality that's much easier for your Apple CarPlay. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, and yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah, um, we hope you guys have been enjoying everything. We are uh, really loving putting this on for you. So mm-hmm. send us your love. Send us your questions. Send us your whatever. And uh, tune in next week as we uh, do the famous lift live on camera. Just kidding. We're not doing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, what combination would that even work between the three of us? Like, <laughs> There is no combinations where that would be possible. <laughs> like that health insurance commercial where the couple like falls into the table yeah yeah well well until next time guys pain don't hurt what you got boy i got a bomb bomb shell in my black covet burning on the rubber like a hot cigarette ain't found nothing that'll hold me yet feels a little better when i'm out on the edge like a tarantino movie running through my head ain't gonna sleep again until i'm dead I'm gonna fly just as high